Welcome to the Inspired Word of God. My name is Marcia. Our title today is The Greater Good. The book of Genesis 37, 1-11 tells us about Jacob and his sons. His son Joseph dreamed dreams, and his brothers called him the dreamer, and they hated him because of it. Joseph wasn't popular with his brothers. He told his father about their evil deeds. He told his brothers about his dreams that placed him in a superior position over them. And they called him a bragger. He also had the favor of his father. For these reasons, they did not like him. Genesis 37, 3 and 4 tells us, Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children, because he was the son of an old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him, and could not speak peaceably unto him. Joseph tells his brothers about one of his dreams he had in Genesis 37, 7, 8. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf arose, and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood around about, and made obeisance to my sheaf. And his brethren said to him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us? Or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. And he told it to his father and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee to the earth? And his brethren envied him, but his father observed the saying. Though his father, Jacob, rebuked him about the dream, he still took notice and regarded what Joseph said. There was a day when Jacob sent Joseph to check on his brothers. Genesis thirty-seven eighteen through 21. And when they saw him afar, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him. And they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer come. Come now, therefore, and let us slay him, and cast him into some pit. And we will say some evil beast hath devoured him, and we shall see what will become of his dreams. And Reuben heard it, and he delivered him out of their hands, and said, Let us not kill him. Except for Reuben, all of the other brothers wanted him dead. Their hate and envy of Joseph was that strong. Genesis 37:23. And it came to pass, when Joseph was come unto his brethren, that they stripped Joseph out of his coat, his coat of many colors that was on him. And they took him and cast him into a pit, and the pit was empty. There was no water in it, 
and they sat down to eat bread, and they lifted up their eyes and looked, and behold, a company of Ishmaelites came from Gilead, with their camels bearing spicery and balm and myrrh, going to carry it down to Egypt. And Judah said unto his brethren, What profit is it if we slay our brother and conceal his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and let, let not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother and our flesh. And his brethren were content. Then there passed by Midianites, merchantmen, and they drew and lifted up Joseph out of the pit, and sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for twenty pieces of silver. And they brought Joseph into Egypt. His brothers dipped his coat into goat's blood and took that back to his father, telling him that Joseph was killed, attacked by an animal. In Genesis 37:36, it informs us of Joseph's fate. And the Ishmaelites sold him into Egypt unto Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh's and a captain of the guard. His brothers wanted to kill him, but instead they sold him into slavery. It was God's plan for Joseph to get to Egypt. The vessel that got him there wasn't just the Ishmaelites who purchased him, but it was also Joseph's brothers. They too were vessels in this story. They just didn't realize it. We look at situations that we are placed in and most often they are devastating. We question why we are going through such a horrific event and we want to know what is going to be the end result and we want to know when it's going to be over. If Joseph didn't know it before, he found out exactly how his brothers felt about him. Having his coat yanked off of him and shoved in a pit, those are raw emotions that would leave anybody traumatized. In our present day, circumstances take place that are unimaginable to us, but God is still with us through it all, just as he was with Joseph through his journey. One of the biggest mistakes that we make as humans is questioning why we go through the things that we go through. As Christians, we often don't think that we should be going through situations. God never said we would be free from trials and tribulations. Whether you are Christian or not, we are all human living in a fallen world. There will be trials and tribulations that we must walk through. We call out to God and we ask why. We ask him to help us during these times of trouble. We should also ask him to show us how to walk through the trial. What lesson does he want us to learn in the midst of this storm as we walk through it? During his time in slavery, Joseph gains favor at one point and degradation at another. His situation seems to go from bad to worse, but we see that God is with him as evidence of the favor that Joseph had with the head guard. Joseph could have developed a give-up mentality as each event in his life took place and unfolded. Instead, he did not give up. He did not wallow in pity. Had he done that, he would have missed every opportunity that God gave him. 
When we are focused on ourselves and the woe it's me, how can we hear from God? All of our attention is centered on ourselves and what we are dealing with. God continued to work through Joseph and give him dreams. Joseph had the gift of prophecy by interpreting dreams. When he was having his dreams about his brothers, they occurred, they occurred for a reason. Maybe Joseph didn't understand the gift totally at the time he was sharing it with them. And maybe he didn't handle it in the best way because how he went about telling them caused them to take offense and it begat resentment in their heart. You may not have a gift of prophecy and dreams. God may have given you a different spiritual gift. But it is important to note these things happening in our lives and why they are happening. And going to God and talking to Him about it is the best source. As we face trials, there's going to always be something that we can learn from them. Could your tribulation be a setup by God for a greater thing to come and you just don't know it? At the time that Joseph was sold into slavery, he probably did not understand all of it. But as God matured him and he walked through those situations, the plan unfolded and he was able to see the bigger picture in the end. When we communicate with God as we go through ordeals in our life, we also have the opportunity to mature. Our character is built stronger because of it. And we start to see the hand of God at work. This can only happen if you keep your focus on God. And it will happen as long as you keep your focus on God. Genesis 41.15 and Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I have dreamed a dream, and there is none that can interpret it. And I have heard say of thee, that thou canst understand a dream to interpret it. I believe at that time in Joseph's life, he had matured, and something happened in his character. When Pharaoh told him about his dream, Joseph responded by giving all the glory to God. Genesis forty-one sixteen, And Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, It is not in me. God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. He doesn't take credit for this knowledge of interpreting dreams. He tells Pharaoh it isn't in him, but it is God who will give the answer. What is significant here is God gets the glory. Pharaoh is told that it is God who will give him his answer. That's important because Pharaoh is a pagan. Joseph is acknowledging the power of God. He's acknowledging the God that he serves. And that is who he is witnessing about to Pharaoh. When you encounter someone who does not know God, it is important for that person to hear what God can do and what God will do if they give him a chance. God should always get all the glory.
If Joseph tried to take credit for all that God worked through him, Pharaoh wouldn't be able to acknowledge God's power, as it is evident here in Genesis 41, 38-39. And Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such a one as this is, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God hath shewed thee all this, there is none so discreet and wise as thou art. Pharaoh places Joseph in a position of power and leadership. Genesis forty-one forty and 41 tells us, Thou shalt be over my house, and according unto thy word shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than thou. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. Joseph is reunited with his brothers. Genesis 45, 3. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph. Doth my father yet live? And his brethren could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. And Joseph said unto his brethren, Come near to me, I pray you. And they came near, and he said, I am Joseph your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. Now therefore be not grieved, nor angry with yourselves, that ye sold me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve life. Joseph has the knowledge that it was God's hands in the event that took place. He tells them his purpose was to preserve life. Joseph explains in detail to his brothers what is happening in the land. Genesis 45, 6-8 For these two years hath the famine been in the land, and yet there are five years in which there shall never be airing nor harvest. And God sent me before you to preserve you a prosperity in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So now it was not you that sent me hither, but God, and he hath made me a father to Pharaoh, and lord of all his house, and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. I'm sure his brothers were shocked at seeing him, trying to process what was taking place before them, and Joseph was fully emotions himself at seeing his brothers. But he did want them to understand that it was God's role and God's hand in the situation that happened with him being sold into slavery and that they should not blame themselves. How many times do we feel at fault because of a role that we played in a situation? The famine was a reality. Jacob discovered his son was alive. Joseph's brother saw his role as a leader in a position of authority and how it could help them. Are we able to see the big picture in our lives and how God intervenes on our behalf when we're going through something? In truth, when things occur in our life, we can learn to endure and walk through it. We just need to learn to lean on God and we will eventually come out of it. Joseph's dreams were a prophecy of things to come. 
Though his brothers sold him into, into slavery, it was God's plan, not theirs. God placed Joseph in a key position to be a blessing to his father and his brothers and many other people. God is never too early and he is never too late. Joseph was elevated by Pharaoh at the right time, when and where he was needed. His father Jacob offered a sacrifice to God and God told him to go to Egypt and that he, God, would be with him. Pharaoh sent wagons for Jacob, his family, his sons, and all of their family. And every one of them went to Egypt to live with Joseph. Joseph's story begins in Genesis chapter 37, and it continues in chapters 39 through 46. His journey was incredible, and it is both amazing and encouraging to read about the trials and the triumphs that he went through by the hand of God. When the Lord begins to move in our life, we don't know where he will lead us or what we might endure along the way, but his purpose will come to pass. If you are going through something right now, take it to the Lord in prayer. There are times when it feels like everything is going wrong and we can't find a right way out. God may move you across the country, across the sea, or across town. But wherever he takes you, he will reveal what comes next. Some answers and positions come by trials and tribulation. You may be the door that opens for someone else. Pray, stand in faith, and wait. A greater purpose is at work. Lord, when horrific events occur, we withdraw and go into protective mode. Let us seek you through these trials and look for what you would have us to do and to understand. Give us the strength to endure and to remain vigilant. We are reminded in Romans 8.28 and we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. In Jesus' name, amen.